Good evening. Welcome to this evening's edition of the Rich Urban Show. I'm your host, Rich Urban, coming from historic Harpersbury, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from God's point of view. Tonight's episode is, Why is the truth about the January 6th U.S. Capitol protest being obfuscated? I'd like to start our show with a scripture reading. That is why your conscience knows and perceives not only every action you have performed, but also every thought you have entertained. Your conscience is aware of these things before your teachers, parents, or even God are. Hence, if you were to live in absolute obedience to the commands of your conscience, which is your teacher for eternity, you will be absolutely guaranteed to have eternal life. Such is the way of God's creation. Also, a world governed by the heavenly way and heavenly laws is a natural world, an unobstructed world of truth and pure reason. It is a world at the high noon of absolute values where there are no dark shadows. And this reading is from the family rooted in absolute sexual ethics, which is a model for God's absoluteness, peace, and ideal, and the global kingdom by Reverend Sum Young Moon. So according to Merriam-Webster, Obfuscate means to throw into shadows, darken. So what we need actually in all areas of our life is transparency. And if you look at the events in the world, political and you know external events that have been happening, you see first you have the COVID-19 narrative, which is full of all kinds of obfuscations and lies. First there were, you know, two million people dying in the United States. And then all these, everybody and their uncle was supposed to get a test and had COVID, except that the tests are 90% inaccurate. Oops. And then we were told that, you know, we had to get these vaccines while cheap treatments like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and, you know, getting zinc and natural things weren't emphasized and could have saved even hundreds of thousands and tens and hundreds of thousands of lives. So we see that, and then that led to the obfuscation around the election where people couldn't observe, where ballots showed up out of nowhere. And then finally, on January 6th, when there was a protest about all the lies and obfuscation, then apparently the forces that be had the final solution, so to speak. You know, they concoct this riot, so-called riot. It wasn't a riot, by the way. The riots was what's happening in cities for the last whatever year and a half throughout the COVID thing, still happening in Portland, Oregon, then um, anyway, the, the event on January 6th would be blown up and blow out of the water any narrative that, you know, anything would be done about the election fraud. So, and I guess in that it succeeded in the immediate, but I tell you, surely it's not going to succeed in the long run. So more and more evidence is coming out. I spoke about in my January 9th show that, you know, is this a false flag operation? And more and more evidence is coming out that, yes, it is a false flag operation. First of all, let's ask three fundamental questions. Why did Capitol Police let protesters into the building, that would be the Capitol building, as evidenced by video and reports? Secondly, why have virtually none of the thousands or even tens of thousands of hours of video from cameras everywhere in the Capitol and Capitol grounds that have been recorded by U.S. Capitol security cameras not been released? 
what is being covered up. Why, and thirdly, why is the name of the officer who murdered Ashley Babbitt not been released? It's standard police protocol to release the name of someone who's in an investigation of a murder like that. But no, this wasn't released. The Capitol Police apparently aren't accountable to anybody. Actually, they're supposedly accountable to Congress. But I guess Congress isn't interested in pursuing the truth, apparently. Hello, Congressman Mooney. You're my congressman. Hey, how about Senator Manchin, Senator Capito? How about finding out about who murdered Ashley Babbitt? So, I do want to point out that this is not the first time that the Capitol Police obfuscated about a murder of a citizen who was innocent. So, on October 3rd, 2013, Miriam Carey drove her car past the uh, guard station at the outskirts of the White House. And then she turned turned around and somebody threw a bike rack in front of her car. And then she bumped that and r went off. So anyway, they started chasing her. And then at the Capitol Circle, they shot at her car eight times. Secret Service and Capitol Police. Then she ran into a barrier at 2nd and Maryland Avenue. And that time I was only living a mile down the street. And it caught my attention that this woman who drove down for Connecticut for unknown reasons and committed the terrible crime of passing a guardhouse while the guys were probably, I don't know, talking or playing on their phone. Who knows what they were doing? Anyway, um, anyway, she went by there, turned around, didn't stop, and then at the barrier they shot her car up. And mind you, she never they didn't even know who was in the cars. And they uh, didn't produce any weapons, didn't have any, or did you know? Anyway, they shot her up there again, another um, 18 times. So she was shot five times and was dead. Um, miraculously, her baby survived. It was in the back seat. So any bomb and sense would tell you that was excessive force. So um, what I'd like to do now is play a clip of her sister talking about that. What do you want to see happen? I, along with my mother, would uh, like to see justice, would like to have some transparency. Uh, we still to this day do not know the names of the officers involved in the incident. There are a lot of questions that are still surrounding. And the previous initial reports that um, came out about my sister ramming a White House gate or breaching the White House, which were false, um, it would be nice if those publications did a follow-up to actually tell the truth. You think they should retract those original pieces? Absolutely. So you can see that this is not the first time that the Capitol Police have lacked transparency and have not revealed who shot and killed somebody. They're not accountable to anybody, apparently. So, and then we need to know that, as I said, the real intention of this whole um, operation, let's call it a false flag operation, was to derail the legitimate objections of President Trump and his supporters. And even President Trump apparently fell for that as he was apologizing when actually the thing, daggum thing was a setup and there's a, really a lot of questions. So I think that these things, you know, are going to and will be revealed and they're being revealed right now. So transparency will go a long way towards that. So now we have the case of Ashley Babbitt and also 
there is, it's not being revealed who shot her, although um, news sources kind of have figured it out, most likely. So right now, there are 535 individuals who have been charged in the Capitol protest January 6th. And many of them are in jail without bail. Why are they still in jail without bail? They're trying to make, make an example out of them. You know, they should, should be out of jail. They should have never been in jail to begin with. So interestingly, the same FBI director who was in charge of the highly questionable Gretchen Whitner, Whitmer rather, kidnapping case in Michigan, where three of the five people who were supposedly going to go kidnap her were FBI agents. So you have to ask, uh, well, if there are three of the five people, um, maybe they were actually promoting the plot. Maybe they had stepped over the line, which is, of course, called entrapment. You know, and also this whole narrative that there was an intelligence failure, they didn't know what was going on, is obviously false because they had a bunch of operatives planted and even, uh, how do you say, doing or encouraging the very activities. In fact, uh, you know, I was reviewing my video from January 9th and there was a quote there where a woman was saying somebody was at the door of the Capitol. I mean, we don't know if it's an FBI agent. Hey, it could have been. Saying, hey, come on in. Why aren't you guys coming in? Uh, okay, all right. You know, um, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. Who about these co-conspirators who are not being indicted, who were there with the uh, indicted people, who were in the sleeping in the hotel with them, and all, all kinds of other things. And furthermore, I'll show a short clip now, even our agencies, the NSA, National Security Agency, has now been caught spying on Tucker Carlson, presumably to try to, you know, get him out of their hair, because he's actually talking about these same issues. Let's watch that clip. But it's not just political protesters the government is spying on. Yesterday, we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who reached out to warn us at the NSA, the National Security Agency, is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim, and ordinarily we'd be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third world country. Things like that should not happen in America. But unfortunately, they do happen, and in this case, they did happen. The whistleblower, who is in a position to know, repeated back to us information about a story that we are working on that could have only come directly from my texts and emails. There's no other possible source for that information, period. The NSA captured that information without our knowledge and did it for political reasons. The Biden administration is spying on us. We have confirmed that. This morning we filed a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request, asking for all information that the NSA and other agencies have gathered about this show. We did it mostly as a formality, We've also contacted the press office at both NSA and the FBI. We don't expect to hear much back. That's the way that usually goes. Only Congress can force transparency on the intelligence agencies, and they should do that immediately. Spying on opposition journalists is incompatible with democracy. If they are doing it to us, and again, they are definitely doing it to us, they are almost certainly doing it to others. This is scary, and we need to stop it right away. So where is this actually all going? This is scary. They could spy on anybody. You know, me, you, anybody, and their uncle. 
they can spy on. And according to, if you go uh, look in my William Binney um, show where I had uh, talked about and had a clip from him on the uh, with Pat Robertson, he was explaining that's why he quit the NSA because they were spying since around 2000 or 2001 on American citizens. Then they would use that information to bring criminal cases, but they would claim that they got that information from regular police legwork, but they didn't. And that's why I quit. So it's nothing new, but taken to a new level. So where where are where's the Congress, you know, investigating, hooting, and hollering over this? Congressman Mooney, Mansion, Capitol, those are my uh, congressmen and senators. Where are you yelling and screaming about this? You should be jumping up on top of your seat or desk at the Capitol. Uh, why the NSA is spying on U.S. citizens? Have I heard anything? Chirp, 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 chirp. No. What's going on? It's completely wrong. So where is this all going? I think uh, Senator Manchin, Capito, Congressman Mooney, where this so-called investigation and committee needs to go is asking the questions I said. Why did they let people in the Capitol? Why haven't they released the security and surveillance you know, video? What about who killed Ashley Babbitt? What about the um, co unindicted co-conspirators? How many of them are FBI agents? Did any of them cross the line? It sounds like there's a lot of questions that need to be asked, and it isn't, oh, what are these terrible criminals, most of whom would be conservative and Christian, right, doing? And by proxy, we're all criminals in the eyes, you know, of the, um, I guess, the uh, Biden administration or, you know, the FBI that's gone rogue. Although that's not new either. We've talked about that before. I mean, look at the um, film online, Obamagate, about Peter Strzok and his lover and their plan, you know, to, you know, make sure Trump wasn't elected and so on. Well, that's your modern FBI. And, of course, we've talked about how Hillary Clinton was never prosecuted, et cetera, et cetera. So this whole investigation needs to take a different turn. You know, this very ugly and high-stakes attempt to use the government to persecute citizens and, you know, make martyrs out of them. And apparently Mitch McConnell is in on this. He's the one who said infamously, you know, hey, well, we're going to make martyrs out of everybody. I mean, those aren't exact words. And apparently they're making good on the trying to arrest the people. But nobody seems to care too much who murdered Ashley Babbitt. And in fact, going back uh, seven years there, eight years, nobody seemed to care who murdered Miriam Carey. So this whole investigation you know, needs to take a different turn. And I hope our congressmen and senators, including the ones I mentioned, Congressman Mooney, Capito, and Manchin, ask these kind of questions and find out the answers, you know, of how, how these things could happen and how could there be no planning ahead and why didn't they have the resources to stop the people or maybe they purposely let them in. And then other articles show how Maybe the reason they didn't release a video because some of the Capitol Police officers were like punching and uh, abusing and firing, um, how do you say, incendiaries and tear gas canisters or whatever, pepper spray into the crowd when they weren't doing anything. At 1 o'clock, what the heck, at 1 o'clock, the rally for President Trump was just ending. People, most people hadn't even arrived down there. So there's a lot, a lot of questions here. So we need transparency, as I said in the beginning 
you know, scripture, this is the age of transparency. So this is not going to fly. We're not standing for this, you know, this um, obvious false flag, false operation by the FBI and the FBI going against American citizens. It'd be better just to shut down the FBI. We'd save a lot of money. Shut down the NSA 2RI. We'll save a lot of money on that. They're not doing the job. They're doing a total disservice to our country and our citizens. That needs to be stopped. So all congressmen need to work on this issue and make sure that there's a real investigation of the January 6th, not some fake Nancy Pelosi, um, whatever, scripted thing where real questions are answered. And if they can't produce the Capitol video, then, you know, who can trust that? If they can't explain how many FBI agents were actually encouraging, participating in, and even crossing the line and illegally doing those acts, then, you know, I think the whole, the whole thing needs to be turned around and will be turned around. And those who are perpetrating this, like the FBI, and those people need to be in jail. And that guy who directed that, uh, the FBI director was now shipped from Detroit over to D.C. Maybe he'll be in jail soon, too, for perpetrating this fraud on the American people. So I hope you enjoyed this um, podcast and video. Do share. Do uh, share with your friends. You can also find a written editorial on our website, visionroot. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-R-O-O-T.org. Um, do be blessed. Until next time, I'm Richard. I'm coming from historic Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. Good night.